Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin, daf Ayin Zion. However, we're starting Ayin Vav Amudbeis at the Mishnah, 10 lines up from the bottom. Today's daf is sponsored. B'schos Yehuda ben Esther Chaya. He and his family should be blessed with Parnasa B'Shefa and good health for many years. Now we're continuing to discuss the wall in between two Chatseris and what type of separation it is. The Mishnah says, Kaisal Shebein Beis Chatseris. We have a wall in between two Chatseris. Gavaya Sarav Reichavarba. It's 10 Fachim high and 4 Fachim deep. Ma'arvin Shnaim Ve'en Ma'arvin Echel. They have to make two separate Erevin and they are not allowed to join in the same Erev. That's because this wall divides them. Let's say there's fruit on top of this wall. The residents of both Chatseris are allowed to climb on top of the wall and eat this fruit. As long as they do not take this fruit and bring it down into their respective Chatseris. Nifretz Akaisal, if this wall gets breached, I'd ask for Amis up until Tadamis, Ma'arvin Shnaim, they could make two separate Erevin, Vimratz, however, if they would like, Ma'arvin Echad, they are allowed to join in the same common Erev, Mipaneshu Kapesach, because it is like an opening and they could join these two Chatseris together. Yerushim Mikan, however, if the opening is more than 10 Amis wide, Ma'arvin Echad, Ve'en Ma'arvin they have to join in one Erev and they are not allowed to make two separate Erevin. That's because it's considered like one large Chatzar. And now the Gemara asks, What about if the wall isn't four Tfachim deep? It's narrower than that. The airspace of the two Rishuyas, of these two Chatzars, has power over it. You're not allowed to move anything on top of the wall, even a hair's breadth. That's because the wall isn't wide enough to be considered its own Rishus. It's not Rishus Ayachid. Therefore, it's the property of both Chatzars and no one's allowed to carry on the top of this wall. And Ein's he argues and he says, Everyone from the Chatseris can bring their food on top of this wall and still eat it there. The Gemara asks a question for our Mishnah. Tanan says in our Mishnah, Everyone could go on top of the wall and eat the fruit that was there. They can go on top of it, but they're not allowed to bring their own food up there. So the Gemara answers, This is really what's being said in the Mishnah. If this wall is 4 by 4 Tfachim, then they can go up on top of it, but they're not allowed to bring their own food. If it's not 4 by 4 Tfachim, then they're also allowed to bring their own food on top of it. And Rabbi Yechon is consistent with his reasoning that he allows you to use the top of this wall even though it's not four tefachim deep. The he also Rav Dimi when Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar Yechon he said in the name of Rav Yechon, Makam she'en bar Abba We have a place that's not four by four tefachim and it is three tefachim above the ground. Motel v'nei Rishus Rambam v'nei Rishus Yachel Katefalov. The people of Rishus Rambam and Rishus Yachel are allowed to adjust their burdens on it. Let's say it's right in between the Rishus Rambam and Rishus Yachel. Obavachel Yechlifo as long as they don't exchange items, meaning someone from the Rishus Yachel is not allowed to place something on top of this little area and then have someone from the Rishus Rambam take it or vice versa, but we see from here very clearly that this is considered a Makam Ptur, so therefore the top of the wall is also a Makam Ptur when the wall is not four Tfachim wide. Now the Gemara asks, Rav Lesley Rav Dimi, Rav doesn't hold of this halacha that Rav Dimi said in the name of Yechanan, it's really a Brisa, Rashi tells us. So we explain, if we're talking about Rav such as Rav Ram, Yachid, Hachinami, of course he would agree to the halacha. Hacha Maiskinun, what are we talking about in our Mishnah? We're talking about a Rishos that has a special halacha Rabbanon applied to it. Our Rishos over here are two Chatseris, that's Rishos Rabbanon, and really so it's not Osir to carry in between them, and it's only an Isra to carry in between them with Adon Erev. And the Chacham strengthened their words more than that of Adai Raisa, and that's why we're more Machmir in the case of our Mishnah. And the Gemara continues, Amar Rab, Barav Huna, Amar Rav Nachman. Kaisal Shebein Shtei Chatseris, we have a wall in between two Chatseris. Tzidi Echad Gavaya Asarat Fachim, Tzidi Echad Shavala Aret. One side, meaning the side facing one of the Chatseris, is ten Tfachim high, and one of the sides is flush with the ground. Rashi says it's a little bit above the ground. How is this possible? That's if we have two Chatseris that are on a slope. So the one that's lower on the slope has this retaining wall of ten Tfachim. However, the one that's higher only has a little bit of this wall jutting out. So the Gemara says, Nice and Nice, Lezesh, Shavala Aret. The usage of this wall is permitted to the Chatser that's flush 
flush with the ground, meaning that this wall is just jutting a little bit above the ground. And why is that? For the one higher up on the slope, it's more convenient for him to use this wall, as opposed to the one lower down on the slope, it's more difficult for him to use it. If it's more convenient for one and difficult for the other, we give its usage to the one who it's more easy for him to use it. And Amar of Shizbi, Amar of Nachman, Let's say we have a ditch in between two chatzers. One side, the ditch is actually ten tfachim deep, and one, the ditch is flush with his chatzer. Again, we're talking about two chatzers that are on a slope. We give it to the one whose chatzer is flush with it. Because it's easier for one person to use than the other, and we already know that if it's easier for one and more difficult for the other, we give it to the one who it's easier for. We need both of these cases. If we only had the case of the wall, because people use a height of People don't usually use a ditch. A Maloya, I might say that no one's allowed to use this ditch. And if I only taught the case of the Charetz, it's not stressful to use a ditch because you know that what you put in there is not going to get broken and it's safe. But a wall, it's a little bit stressful to use because when you place something on top of this wall, you're afraid it's going to fall down and break. A Maloya, you might say that no one's allowed to use this wall. That's why we need both cases. And now, a quick introduction before we continue this Gemara. As we said previously, if the wall is 10 Tvachim high, the top of it may not be used unless there is a Pesach lower than 10 Tvachim, which subsequently redefines the status of this wall. Now, the word Pesach doesn't necessarily mean opening. It's referring to a point of access along this wall that's easily accessible. And as we're going to see right now, this is accomplished by being mimayet, diminishing the wall to less than 10 Tvachim. There are a number of ways to do so. One can either lower the actual wall, build a platform of sorts, thereby raising up the ground at the base of the wall, or he could place a ladder against the wall, enabling easy access to the top of the wall, thereby making the height inconsequential. The minimum size of the above-mentioned miyutim is four tfachim wide. As we've already learned numerous times, four tfachim is the minimum width to be considered chashev. And so without further ado, the Gemara says, Balamatai, if he wants to minimize this wall, right now we're assuming that he's building a platform at the base of the wall. If it's four tfachim wide, then you're allowed to use the entirety of the top of the wall. If not, you're only allowed to use where you had built this little platform. The Gemara asks, Man of Shach, if this miyut works, you should be allowed to use the entire wall. If it didn't work, you shouldn't be allowed to use the space where the miyut is either. So the Gemara answers, we're actually talking about not that you made a platform, you actually removed some of the bricks from the top of the wall, and since that little spot is lower than 10 tfachim, so you're allowed to use that area, and since it's not 4 tfachim wide, you're not allowed to use the entirety of the top of the wall. However, if it's more than 4 tfachim wide, that redefines the entire status of the wall, and you're allowed to use the entirety of the top of the wall. And now we continue with more miyutim. Let's say you overturn the bucket. That diminishes the height of the wall. The Gemara asks, Why is that? You can move this bucket on Shabbos. That's not considered a proper miyut. So the Gemara says, You connected it to the ground. We say, Just because you connected it to the ground, who cares? We already have a brysa. If you buried an unripe fig in straw, or some sort of bread or cracker that you buried inside coals, if part of it is revealed and he tells Shabbos, you could take it on Shabbos, even though it happens to be in the ground. So just because part of this bucket is in the ground, you buried it, that doesn't mean you can't move it on Shabbos. So the Gemara answers, skin, what are we talking about over here? The Islo It has a rim, and now when the dirt is on top of the rim, when you pick this bucket up, you're moving the dirt, and Rashi says that's a problem of Chaifer. The Gemara says, Who cares if it has this rim? We have a Mishnah. Someone that buries 
turnip or radish underneath a grapevine for storage. When some of the leaves are sticking above the ground, wouldn't have to be afraid of the following. It's not considered kilaim because it's not considered planted because some of the leaves are sticking above the ground. You don't have to take meiser off of this radish or turnip once you take it out of the ground because it wasn't considered planted. It's not an iser of planting on Shemitah. And you're even allowed to take it out of the ground on Shabbos because it's not considered planting. And even though you're going to be moving dirt, that's still not a problem of Chaifer. So the Gemara answer is light, in our case, is you need to have a hoe or some sort of shovel to dig out this bucket from the ground so it's really solidly placed inside the ground. And that's why it's considered a valid miut for our wall. And now the Gemara is going to get into a whole sogya of miutim that fits under the category of ladders. If a ladder is placed against the wall, so since you can climb up that ladder and you can access the top of the wall with ease, so then that would be a valid miut. And if each chatzar places their own ladder, so then we would be allowed to join these two chatzaris into one Erev. And the Gemara says, Sulam Hamitsri, if we have an Egyptian ladder, Enu Mimayat, that's not a valid miut. Vahatsuri Mimayat. However, if we're using a Tsuri type of ladder, that's a valid miut. The Gemara asks, Hechidami Sulam Hamitsri, what exactly is this Egyptian ladder? Amir the Berabiyane, if it doesn't have four rungs, so it's a very small ladder, it's kind of like a stepping stool. Since it's easily moved, it's not a type of ladder that you're going to leave by the wall, so it's not considered a valid miut. Why is it a sulam hamitzri is not a valid miut? Amalei he said, You didn't hear this memra. It's something that can be moved on Shabbos. That's not a valid miut. It could be moved on Shabbos, just like our previous case of the bucket. So we ask, even the case of a tsuri type of ladder, that's allowed to be moved on Shabbos. It's not mukta. The Gemara answers, You're right. Even though it's not mukta, it's so heavy, it's stuck there in place, and therefore you're not going to move it, and that's why it's considered a valid miut. And we continue talking about ladders. We have a wall in between two chatzers. It's ten tefachim tall. And each chatzer placed their own ladder that was four tefachim wide on each side of this wall. And the tops of the ladders are within three tefachim of each other. That's a valid miut because now these two chatzers have very easy access to each other. Shloisha, however, if they're more than three tefachim away from each other, that's not a valid meat because they're too far away from each other. And this was only said, if the wall itself is not four tefachim deep, so therefore you can't walk across the wall from one ladder to another. If the wall itself is four tefachim deep, even if the ladders are very far apart from each other, we could still combine them into one air. If that's because you could climb on top of your ladder, walk across the wall, it's very comfortable, it's four tefachim wide, and then you could walk down the other ladder, so these two chatzeres could be joined together. And more cases of miyot. Let's you built a platform on top of another platform. The second one was, let's say, a little mini table. It was on legs, resting above the bottom platform. If the bottom platform is four tefachim wide, that's considered a valid miyot. Or, if the bottom one does not have four tefachim within it, however, the upper one is four tefachim wide, and there isn't three tefachim in between the two of them, that's also a valid meat because we can say love it and we can connect these two platforms. The reason why we're not allowed to use just the upper one, Rashi says, is because something in the air is not considered a valid meat, has to be considered like it's resting on the ground. And the Gemara continues talking about ladders. We have a ladder whose rungs are flying in the air. Now, this is really our standard ladder because our ladders have the rungs separate from each other with a lot of airspace in between. The previous ladders we were talking about in the Gemara are actually kind of like a set of movable steps and there isn't any airspace. But a classic ladder like we have that has air in between the rungs. If the bottom rung is four tefachim wide, that would be a valid meat because we have four tefachim on the ground. Even if the bottom rung is not four tefachim wide. Let's say the upper rung, the one that's at the top of the wall is four tefachim wide. 
remains Elazar Shlaisha, and there isn't three Tvachim in between the individual rungs, so we could say Lavud, Mimayat, that would also be a valid Miyat. The Amrav Nachman Amrav Baravo, we have more cases, Ziz Hayatim and Akaisal, we have some sort of protrusion, some sort of ledge that's coming out of this wall. Dad al Dad, if it's four by four Tvachim, so it's a place that's considered Chashiv, Vinyach Olive Sulam, and you leaned a ladder against it, Kalshahu, even if this ladder is very narrow, it's less than four Tvachim wide, Miyatai, that's a valid Miyat. That's because the actual platform itself is four by four Tvachim. And we only said this, if you lean the ladder against it, if you lean the ladder against the wall next to this platform, all you did was widen the width of this platform, but you didn't actually connect it to the ground. And as we've stated previously, that this platform, this ledge, needs to be connected to the ground, so the ladder needs to be leaned against it. Let's say we have a wall that's 19 Tvachim high, so we need to place a ledge right in the middle of it to divide it into two walls of 9.5 Tvachim each. We only need to have one platform or one ledge to be moderate. And of course, we would have to lean the ladder against this ledge. Let's say the wall is 20 Tvachim high. Then we need two ledges to moderate. And Amar Chista, he says, That's only if one is not directly on top of another. Let's say we would have to place one ledge in the middle of the wall and the other one slightly to the left or slightly to the right. That way you can have one ladder leading up to the first ledge and then another one slanted to the next ledge so you have easy access to this top ledge to get to the top of the wall. We're going to pause here for the day, pick up tomorrow with more cases of Miutim, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.